Welcome to Remodel Your Life. We are shining the light on women thriving in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female carpenter as she interviews women around the country about the incredible variety of careers and financial opportunities for women in construction and the skilled trades. And now, your host, Camille Finan. everybody thank you so much for coming back again um we have a new series coming out winemaking women in napa and sonoma and uh one of my very first guests is alana who owns a distillery so it's actually really exciting so alana thank you alana hansen thanks so much for joining me on the show hi i'm so excited to be here it's such an honor to kind of be part of this show yeah, well, I love Michelle Mandro's book, um, One Country Women, that's coming out in March. It's a real big event, and we're kind of, you know, celebrating. It's like Women's Month as well. And um, so I have a confession to make. I absolutely love your vodka. <laughs> so uh, long before I knew you were going to be on the show and about your amazing family, it's a family business. Um, my husband and I have been drinking your vodka for a couple of years now and didn't realize, you know, like you were going to be on the show. So I have to say my favorites are the ginger vodka, the mandarin and the habanero, which we make um, like spicy margaritas out of. So um, I just have to say that right off. <laughs> right off the I bat. Love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that so I'm a little bit of a super fan. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I found out you were willing to be on the show, I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, I literally have your bottles in my kitchen right now. So, um, so why don't you sort of, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your family and sort of how you came to, you know, own a distillery. It's a, uh, I know you have several siblings and stuff. So sort of what's your background and how did this like amazing, you know, distillery get created? So, um, our business started about seven or eight years ago. Um, it was actually my brothers who it was their passion project. One of my brothers, um, he studied abroad in Europe and he learned a lot about distillation and kind of saw what was going on there and became really infatuated with the science of distillation and um, that whole world where my other brother was working as a mixologist down in Los Angeles and he was playing a lot with infusions and really fresh ingredients and kind of looking at how bar programs were creating a lot of their own products, but there was a lack of consistency in that process. And around this time, about 10 years ago, there was this rise in kind of the craft beer market. And so we saw a lot of these really interesting, unique, special beers taking market share away from the majors. And we were like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen kind of in craft spirits after this craft beer market is kind of booming. And, you know, now we've since seen craft whiskeys and craft gins, but something that we grew up next to was wine country. And we saw this incredible resource grapes, but we didn't see a lot of people using grapes for spirits and specifically for vodka. You know, you have your cognacs out of France and you have your brandies or your grappas, but to do a true, uh, grape based vodka, um, there was about one other grape-based vodka, Ciroc, which 
Um, it's more of a nightclub vodka, but we wanted to do something really farm to table where it was driven by ingredients and quality and really pure, pure vodka um, that was kind of made by hand by a family. And so my brothers kind of got my other brother and I, so there's three boys and a girl and then my dad and mom involved and um, it became a whole passion project where we started working together, building a brand and here we are uh, about seven years later with a distillery and two tasting rooms and a whole lot of vodka. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and so what was your, your background before you sort of joined the, this family business and, you know, created this full family business? Yeah. So I was actually, um, I was in film school and I, after school, I worked down at Sony and, um, I was really involved in film. And as we were kind of developing the project, my brothers kept asking, Hey, can you build the website? Can you design X? Can you design Y and start doing the marketing? And, you know, it was something I'd never built a website before and I'd never done a lot of design work, but you know, we're very DIY people. <laughs> And we feel like we can create something pretty unique and original. And so I ended up um, just becoming really involved in the marketing and the presentation of our vodka. And it was something that I didn't realize I love so much. And so um, I've been able to use my film experience and just this creative family endeavor to really craft a unique story and talk about kind of my family coming together to make something special. Yeah, and it, and it is, and the beautiful the website is beautiful, and I have to say I love your recipes. Oh my god, the recipes are incredible. <laughs> I mean, there's actually stuff up there I didn't even realize because you know how you kind of have your favorites, and mine yeah. is like a lemon drop, but I make it with the ginger and the habanero, and like I didn't even know actually all the other stuff you had because we buy it through Nugget, our Nugget Market, which you probably know. And, and Whole Foods, I think has it too. And so it's sort of just like, if you see two things there, that's what you use, right? So I actually didn't realize just how deep your inventory was. I didn't realize how much variety there actually was there. Um, I'm a hundred percent going to go to the tasting room and, um, and just really, this would be a beautiful day trip for my husband and I. So, um, Yeah. So can you describe a little bit about how it's actually made? Like how is vodka made from grapes? So, um, you know, a lot of people question there and go, oh, can vodka be made from grapes? And so what determines a vodka, unlike some spirits where it's determined by, you know, what it's made out of, like a whiskey or a bourbon, for us, a vodka is determined by what um, how high it's distilled. So a vodka can be made from anything. There's a quinoa vodka out there. You usually see wheat and potato. Um, now, you know, you see Tito's is a corn-based vodka. But we decided to use grapes and specifically organic grapes. For us, the organic part of spirits, we didn't see a lot of organic products in the market. And, you know, again, we're looking at these farm-to-table restaurants with really in, in, in amazing ingredients. But then they're alcohol and their bar selection was these foreign imports and it was dominated by, you know, non-organic and non, um, kind of sustainable products. And so for us, what happens is we bring grapes in, we ferment them. Um, and then what we do is we go into distillation right after fermentation. So we don't add any sulfites as a, they're not organic and B sulfites, um, create very weird taste and flavors and distillation. Um, and then after distillation, 
um, what we'll do is we'll keep our proof pretty high and then we'll hand cut and peel um, mandarins, Meyer lemons, habanero peppers, and cucumbers, and then we'll infuse those um, into the vodkas. So mm. that hand cut process is really hard for you know some of the bigger brands to do because it is a, a, um, a much more labor intensive process, but it really makes us stand out because you know the flavors are it's like cooking, you know it's all mm-hmm. real true ingredients. And then in our distillation process, we have what's called a double pot and column still. So there's two pot stills, which we use to kind of distill the product. And one of our pot stills, we looked a lot at the cognac region in France and how they were distilling grapes. And so we put a cognac style head on one of our pot stills and that creates what's called a reflux and creates a really unique mouthfeel. And that mouthfeel in conjunction with the 50 plate columns, which is more traditional for the vodka distillation, is really our perfect formula for great distillation. So you get a really high, pure spirit, but you get a lot of flavor and mouthfeel from the cognac style head. And so it's it's a it's a unique product, definitely. You know, yeah. much more expensive base product than using wheat or corn or or grain. But um, but we feel it's just you know, a ingredient driven and b really tastes good. Well, it definitely explains how. You know, I mean, it's not the least expensive vodka, obviously, but it does explain, <laughs> you know, like sometimes as a consumer, you don't actually know why you love something so much, right? Like a beautiful leather bag or a beautiful pair of jeans that cost $300 instead of $50, but they just fit so well, right? And yeah. I kind of feel like that about your vodka. It's like, I couldn't quite figure out why I loved it so much, but I just, it's so flavorful. And, um... And so now I understand why. <laughs> now I really understand why. And as a carpenter, as a craftsman, like I love when someone really takes time to do something well. And so I just, I love all the care and attention. You can really tell in the, like you were saying, in the mouthfeel. To me, it just tastes really good. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, well, I love the background and how you sort of built this business. Um, what? Tell me a little bit about what it's like working with your family. My dad was a carpenter. I worked with him for many years. And um, tell me what it's like working with three of your brothers, (laughs) your mom and dad. It's an incredibly special experience. Um, the other day we were getting ready for this big event and we're all staying late and we're rehanging lights in our tasting room and moving furniture around and just kind of, I'm looking around and we're all really enjoying being there, staying late and building our space and spending time together. And there's something that, you know, we grew up as a very close family and we, um, have a lot of the same values and, it's an incredible opportunity, I think, for us to spend all this time together where we get to problem solve and we get to talk through, you know, both the family side of things, whether, you know, my brothers both got are getting just got married and one's getting married at the distillery in the next couple months and that sort of fun aspects of the business. And then also the challenging sides where we problem solve together and we solve everything as a group. So we, things are done by committee in my family where everyone has the opportunity to speak what they want to say and we all listen and then we kind of all make a decision how to move forward. And it's um a really amazing place of growth. You know, there's definitely challenging times as well, but um 
we have a lot of different strengths and weaknesses, and I think we understand how to complement each other pretty well. So yeah, it sounds yeah. like there's just a lot of respect and admiration in both directions from everybody, which, you know, yeah. as you know, like when you work with someone, even if you love them, you can still drive <laughs> each other nuts a little bit, but it sounds like you guys really have a lot of respect and admiration for what each of the family members bring to the table. And it, it's Definitely. not a surprise why your company's doing so well, because you're all like leveraging each other's strengths. So I think that's just incredible. You guys must have some amazing family dinner conversations. <laughs> it's actually interesting because all the boyfriends and girlfriends and now wives, um, yes. you know, they try and keep us away from business talk. And so that's mm-hmm. been the new, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner uh, tradition is, okay, we got to put all of that aside and really just have a full, you know, no business at the table rule. And that's really helped it, I think, yeah. from every perspective. That's awesome. No, I love, and my husband, we both own our own businesses and we we love talking business with each other. Like it's very enjoyable, yeah. but I do, um, I do totally get that sometimes you just got to let that go. So, um, <laughs> so, so you mentioned the tasting room and so, and since I haven't been there, which I'm definitely coming up this summer, Um, can you kind of tell me a little bit about like what's going on with that? And I think you mentioned there's a second one. So kind of describe, you know, how you're doing that, how you guys decided to do that, where they're located, that whole process. So our tasting room was actually the most challenging part of our business. I'd say, um, we, we, uh, started this business. Um, we came to market about six years ago. And we thought immediately we found a space that was opening up on Highway 121. It was surrounded by 40 acres of grapes. There was a winery on the property that would help us with the winemaking. We could have our distillery there. We moved our distillery there. And we under, we thought that, um, you know, we were going to be able to make open our tasting room pretty much immediately. And the county, we ended up battling with the county for about four and a half years to get our tasting room open there. So it allowed us to prosper as a completely wholesale business. And we really worked on our wholesale market and, you know, going to bars and restaurants and pounding the pavement and meeting um, a lot of different people that way. But it hindered our community growth. And so we finally were able, there was on the property, a brewery that, um, we were utilizing to make actually a whiskey mash, which is another little side project that we have that we launched just recently. But um, with that brewery, we ended up offering that, making them an offer to be able to take over their tasting room license. And it's afforded us a much larger tasting space, this big, beautiful bar up there. And it finally allowed us to open about a year and a half ago. And mm-hmm. since we've opened, it's just been so amazing to finally connect with, you know, all of the people that have been drinking our brand for years and show them, you know, we do a lot of classes. We look at it really as an educational center where we teach people all the basics to making cocktails, how to infuse your own vodka. Um, a lot of pairings we do where we have caviar and martini pairings or chocolate and vodka is kind of playing on that uh, wine and chocolate pairing that you see in that in wine country. And, you know, I think the most incredible part about having the tasting room is we found so many people come to wine country and they say, you know, I don't love wine, but I'm with this group of people that does. And you've finally given me an option of something else I can do. Hmm. And I think that uniqueness is, is, um, it's been really fun and, and exciting. Um, You know, a big part of our tasting room, too, is that educational component. And we've built out 
most all of our cocktails to be ingredients that you can find in your local grocery store that are approachable, that aren't going to break the bank. You don't need some crazy $100 thing that you'll use for this one cocktail. It's all really, you know, farmer's market or grocery store, simple ingredients that make, you know, a really the vodka shine and simple. Yeah, I love that. Well, and I mean, I've lived here my whole life. So I've, you know, done lots of wine tastings. And I actually, as you were describing it, I was like, oh, I actually didn't even realize what I was going to be getting (laughs) when I went there. (laughs) And that actually sounds even more exciting, right? I wasn't even thinking about pairings and education and teaching us how to make the cocktails. That like didn't even occur to me that that would be happening. So I could see like girlfriend getaways and fun, like, I mean, I've done a million of those. When I turned 40, I did, you know, a huge group of girls up there. And um, I could see how this type of tasting room is, like you said, it's like going to a school almost. And so it's really fun, though. Sounds sounds really fun. It's great. And, you know, we offer people to just taste the pure vodka, little six little quarter ounce pours, or people can do three pours of kind of their favorite ones in a cocktail. And that way they can kind of experiment. Okay, this is how it tastes straight and this is how it's used. And these are different ways that you can experience spirits. And it's not, you know, we really don't want people to come away thinking they have to take a shot of vodka. It's really a tasting experience and opening your eyes to the really subtle qualities of vodka. That's awesome. Now, do you guys have food there? Is it lunch? Is it going to be lunch or cheese platters, (laughs) something like that? We do offer cheese platters and pairings. Um, Sometimes we'll do amazing distillers dinners where we'll have the stills going. And my brother's at the still kind of doing his magic, which has been really exciting for people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we'll do different wine country dinners that we bring people in and show them that you can have an amazing dinner and pair it with a different type of cocktail for Mm -hmm. each course. Um, But for the most part, we, um, yeah, it's mainly just cheese and charcuterie and then u- unique ways that we can um, showcase our vodka. A big thing for us right now is um, we've been working with uh, Regis Ova, which is Thomas Keller and Shaoxing Bishop's new caviar company. And they, we hand selected um, three of our favorite caviars from them. Um, one from Uruguay, one from Southeast Asia, and then one of the best caviars from the United States, which is actually from Sacramento Delta, um, pretty close by. And so people can pair three different types of caviars with different martinis and see kind of how the caviars differ across the globe and what it means and what it tastes like, the salinity value, the unami qualities, and really understand, oh, just like vodkas, there's these unique experiences and other really high-end products as well. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, and I've never been a huge fan of caviar, but probably because I haven't had really good caviar. So it would be interesting to try, you know, like a really good caviar, and then I'd know like what what actually goes into it. That's that's interesting. I love that. Right? How who's like comes up with the ideas? Like, are you guys just sort of thinking about all- it? Or are you just always <laughs> brainstorming? We're always brainstorming together. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of our classes have been things that we've been wanting to do forever, you know, whether it's the infusion classes where people will take different ingredients and make their own infusions, whether it's rosebud or mandarin peels or, you know, lemongrass or that's, you know, really showing people 
the simplicity of infused vodka and the quality that comes from it. But then, you know, we also, when we were opening our tasting room, we were adamant about getting a general manager who um, had a lot of the same values for us. And we wanted to come from a hundred percent customer service background where, you know, if they didn't have an incredible cocktail and incredible experience, they would not think that a vodka was as good as it could be. And so it's all about from A to B, everything has to be, you know, top tier. And the general manager we brought in, he's a, he worked for Thomas Keller for over 10 years. He's worked at, he has opened a couple of different restaurants from him. And he's just this incredible manager um, and general manager. And he has brought this really incredible, um, just community and kind of family value to the people that we've hired into our tasting room because we feel like, you know, we want people to walk away and feel like they're part of our family and that they had a really engaging, special experience. And so he also is uniquely coming up with the other day, I saw him making a horseradish infusion for one of our Bloody Marys or, Mm -hmm. you know, he's the one who brought in Thomas Keller's partnership with the caviar um, and they're branding the caviar for us. And, you know, um, another big portion is we we grew up in the Bay Area and in Marin County and next to all these amazing dairy farmers. And so a big thing for us was we wanted to showcase Rustic Bakery, which has these incredible crackers, which is a local business we grew up near. And then also Cowgirl Creamery, which is doing some incredible amazing cheeses and some other tamales baked creamery and some great local um, artisans. And then, you know, another partnership is Hog Island. And we really wanted to work with, you know, the best, the best oyster farmers and people that are in our backyard and doing just doing the amazing hard work that they are doing. Um, and so we do oyster weekends all the time up at the distillery and, you know, oyster and vodka is absolutely delicious pairings as well. Oh, interesting. Now all that stuff is on your events page or do we sign like, how, how would someone, if they wanted to sign up for a class or any of those things, just get on like your newsletter and you're sort of yeah. promoting it that way? Exactly. Our newsletter, our events page on our website. Um, a lot of times our Instagram, even we talk about all the different things that we're doing, but you know, almost three or four times a month, we, we have different unique reasons to come in something that's kind of un- different and fun. And, um, we like to change it up a lot in the tasting room. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds incredible. I'm, I'm super excited about every single thing you just mentioned. Um, and I love Hog Island oysters and, um, oh. and I love Calgary Creamery. I've been eating her cheese forever. <laughs> so oh. I love that you're yeah. incorporating all those, you know, they're very close by geographically to us. So it's super close by. So I love that you're, um, including all of that. And so, sort of what what is your grand plan for maybe in the next couple of years like where do you sort sort of see this going i know you have a second tasting room now in sausalito kind of yeah. is that sort of just spreading the good vodka around and the whiskey and the caviar is that sort of the dream or do you have some other thing you're kind of thinking of well so you know right now we are in about 22 states and we're distributed pretty nationally we're hoping by the end of next year to be in all 50 states we recently just partnered with Trinkero which is another big family um, owned winery out of Napa Valley and they um, are helping us we 
you know, we had a lot of offers in the last five years for people to come in and buy us and take this business away. And, you know, something that we were not interested in. And we turned so many people down because this is a business that we want to own and be part of for, you know, my children and our children to come. It's really important to keep this in our family. And, you know, unlike most in like the wine industry where a lot of people put their family name on the bottle, we did that in spirits, which you just don't see because a lot of people build spirits brands to sell them. And our goal is to keep this in our family. And so, you know, with our partnership with Trincaro, we were able to partner where we have a no equity deal. They are sales and distribution and they can help, you know, get us in the right places across the country. And we can really focus on, you know, the craft of us making the vodka in our home and our tasting rooms. And so, you know, I hope that in the next couple of years, a lot more people will have access to our vodka that we and will keep, you know, that same quality and that same standard. But, you know, we also hope to open a third tasting room in San Francisco so that we have, you know, another opportunity for people to engage with our product and um, to have fun with it, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm I cheers to your great success. I think it's a fantastic product that's just going to get better. And um, I can't wait to go to a tasting room and take a class and do a winemaker dinner or or distiller's (laughs) dinner. I think they all sound fantastic. And we will definitely link to, you know, your Instagram account. And I'll make a couple of my favorite drinks and post it with this episode so that we have lots of ladies that like cocktails um, that are listening. And so they can try some of our favorite recipes. And, um, you know, everybody go out and look for Hanson vodka in your grocery store or request it, right? They can request it. And then that grocery store sends you a request to be a distributor, correct? So if they don't have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And I can't wait to um, meet you in person one day and and see, read your whole profile in the One Country Women book as well. So thank you so much for being on the show and um, just sharing a little bit about what you and your amazing family are producing. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the time you take to kind of chat with me today. And yeah, if you have any questions, our website has a lot of information for people out there, a lot of events. And, um, you know, our tasting room in Sausalito is kind of fun and exciting and new. It's in uh, our family art gallery for about 30 years. So, Hmm. um, you know, art and vodka. Yes, I I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much. for listening to remodel your life i sure have enjoyed being with you today and if you really like our show we'd love it if you would subscribe through itunes you can always send us feedback through email at camille at remodelyourlifepodcast.com and i'll see you next week thank you for listening to the remodel your life podcast This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. (laughs) 